Hi friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where we discuss different topics and explore together our world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience so we can understand ourselves and live fully in a raw and authentic way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your loved ones, friends are doing well. Um, and I hope that life is somewhat normal to you a little bit. At least, I mean, I'm in Texas. It's been normal since the pandemic. But I know that in some parts of the world, everything is starting to open. So it's kind of exciting for us to go back to our lives and appreciate the little things that were taken from us during the pandemic. Um, today, we're going to talk about a topic that was suggested to me by one of my followers. Um, and it's about self-loathing or self-hate self-loathing is basically self-judgment and it is that feeling that we have that we are not just we're not good enough that we're not good at this that we're not good at that or not good at all i think before we talk about it it's important for us to understand the source of it where does this come from how does one person develop this self-hatred or self-loathing towards themselves um so basically there are many ways a person can start to feel this way about themselves but it's either an inside or an outside job it's an inside or an outside factor questions that we can ask ourselves is did i develop this issue um at a young age because my parents were hypercritical or that my parents were such perfectionists that they pushed me to do my absolute best and when I didn't do it they made me feel bad and I started to feel bad about myself or do I have a personality trait like perfectionism that causes me to criticize myself often and very harshly or maybe there is a person in your life in your adulthood that makes you feel less than who you are and makes you feel not enough and therefore you start blaming yourself and criticizing yourself and hating yourself most articles that i read mention that this is something that people develop most of people develop it at a young age it just comes with trauma um people who suffer from this usually put so much focus on their bad habits or what is bad about them rather than their beautiful qualities we are all not perfect that's something we know and we should never strive for perfection rather than progress you know to become better than who we are yesterday so when we focus on bad habits we don't allow ourselves to grow and we feel so frustrated with ourselves that we start to dislike ourselves because we might compare ourselves to the person next door we might compare ourselves to friends and feel like why am i not perfect like them when in fact even those people are not perfect um and these people that suffer from this 
usually have some sort of like distorted self-perception about who they are that can that is not true most of the time um and a lot of times this develops when we make a decision in our life that we can never get over or it feels like we can never get over and that haunts that haunts us like on the daily so imagine of like the worst decision that you have taken in your whole life some people make bad decisions reflect learn from it and move on but it's really hard for some people to find meaning in in mistakes and find growth through mistakes and so they start to feel a lot of shame about the situation and they struggle with self-acceptance self-love which develops a self-hate because they believe that whatever shame they carry with them people will not be able to love them because they're going to see through them Brene Brown defines shame as the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love or belonging. So shame is something that we rarely talk about in my opinion. It's just something that we kind of bury under the surface, but it is definitely something that can affect us in our lives because if we carry so much shame with us we constantly live in the shadow of who we are and we don't live the life that we are destined to live but it doesn't matter what mistake we make in the past or what anyone has done to us because sometimes self-loathing comes from as an event that was that was inflicted on us or something that some kind of hurt that was done to us in our childhood and a lot of people struggle with the idea that it's not their fault when this happens it is not your fault that someone was bad to you and someone harmed you and someone took advantage of you you're human and you trusted the wrong person or sometimes unfortunately this can also come from family members at a young age and so we feel like if a family member is able to do this to me what would a stranger do and it creates this constant battle of am I worthy of love today if what happened to me happened to me in the past or if I made that very very big mistake but mistakes are like roadmaps that help us navigate our lives we will never grow without mistakes I am one of those people that learns through mistakes. Like if someone told me not to do something, I just don't listen. But if I make a mistake, that is very much a big life lesson for me. I understand that I'm a human being. I make mistakes and then I move on from them. So I learn and then move on. Because I because my mistakes don't define me and I deserve to be loved in every possible way by everyone around me and including myself and same to you you deserve to be loved in every possible way starting with yourself we 
I have uh, published a podcast about self-love uh, last week, actually, that talks about the importance of loving yourself and and how life can transform when we start choosing and loving ourselves. So please check that out if you are interested. Um, so when I think about self-loathing and how is how it affects our perception of ourselves, I struggle with the idea of evil people. Do they deserve love as well or, or no? I believe that there are so many people that are born I wouldn't say that. I, I don't think they are born bad, but something happens inside of them at some point that turns off a switch of compassion. They just become evil. And so I feel like they deserve the most love. They do even more love than others. They, they deserve love even more than others. Because at the end of the day, um, I'm... I always have this hope that people possess a fundamental goodness that will always remain untouched by anything else that happens to them in the world. So if the most evil people deserve to be loved and maybe that will tickle something in their hearts and start making them love themselves and start making them love people, then you absolutely do. You, the human that made one mistake or that suffered through something terrible in, in their lives, you absolutely deserve to be loved and you absolutely deserve to love yourself first. Now, what does self-loathing look like? How does, it, how does one person manifest it, maybe daily or whatever? It depends on the person, but it doesn't look good at all. What? What self-loathing looks like is not good. So sometimes we feel so badly about ourselves that we try to supp suppress that feeling by acting superior than other people. And I have met adults that are like that and I never took it personally because I just always knew that they're struggling with something. So when you see somebody that is acting that they're better than everyone, belittling everyone, please know that they're probably struggling with themselves more than anything. Self-loathing can look like criticizing yourself and constantly. It's okay if we step back and look at ourselves and check ourselves. You know, it's important to criticize ourselves sometimes and be our own critiques, but within healthy limits. When it becomes daily or becomes a habit to criticize yourself more than praise yourself and that's when it becomes um, dangerous because it can lead to self-hate self-loathing can look like making yourself feel so small by telling yourself a narrative that is not true because again feelings are not facts and sometimes a lot of us believe a certain idea in our head or believe a certain feeling that we feel about ourselves which might not be true it's just in our head and it's not a fact about us and i dare you if like we ask some people about that same idea about us they're gonna say i don't 
don't see that in you, but we do because we self-criticize so much. Self-loathing is also reflected in the way we take care of ourselves. Some people believe that they don't deserve the best and so they let themselves go and they don't take care of themselves mentally, physically, emotionally and spiritually. We owe it to ourselves to try our best to self-care in every aspect of our lives. And so a lot of people who don't like themselves and don't love themselves don't even think about that and don't think that that's important. I mean, you can just imagine if you don't like something, you don't take care of it. So it's the same idea, essentially. People who don't love themselves also apologize for every little thing. Because they think so little about themselves, they think everybody else is thinking that about them. And so everything they say, they apologize for, every little decision they make, they feel the need to apologize for everything. And it's almost like they're apologizing for their existence. And all of this can lead to serious and dangerous issues such as low self-esteem, substance abuse, and anxiety, and depression in some instances basically every self-destructive behavior you can think about and it can even lead to suicide in some cases living with self-hatred is like living with an inner bully that criticizes and judges constantly to make you feel worthless so imagine someone getting bullied at school every single day year after year and there are cases in which this happened they get bullied so much that they start believing what their bullies say about them and it affects their self-esteem sometimes self-hatred leads to substance abuse self-destructive behavior neglect people start neglecting themselves isolating themselves they develop anxiety and sometimes depression and other times it leads to suicide it's the same thing when you have that inner bully living within your body that's actually worse because it's I think it's worse for you to be your own enemy so how can we work on that and get rid of it I want you to imagine you're talking to somebody that you care and love that you care about and love how do you talk to that person you probably talk to the person in very 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 loving way with a lot of compassion and so you are that person you are that person that needs the most compassion we need the most compassion from us because if we are compassionate towards ourselves we're able to be compassionate towards the world um, cognitive behavioral specialists use a similar technique by asking a challenging question what would you say to a good friend who's going through the same thing you're going through right now 
So if one of your friends was struggling with loving themselves and they struggle with the self-hate, what would you say to them to make them feel better? And whatever you can come up with, I want you to say that to yourself. Another thing is it's important to remember that thoughts are not facts. People often believe the narrative that they come up with for themselves. And it can really hurt our self-esteem. Whatever we tell ourselves literally shows on our face and it shows on the way we live and show up for our lives. So if you tell yourself every day that you are beautiful, that you are trying your best and that you are doing what you can do, you will probably do a better job and you will probably show up even much better than what you're doing. Imagine saying to yourself that you're not good enough, that you're not worthy of love, that you are not beautiful enough, that people don't like you, that you're not deserving of love. At some point, you're going to start believing this. And something that's proven to be effective with this, like if you ever catch yourself saying these things to yourselves, there is a behavioral therapy called the three C's. Number one is catch. Catch your, When you catch yourself thinking about something negative about yourself, okay? Because it happens. You think bad thoughts and you're like, oh, wait, I don't have to think like that. The second C is check. Check whether your distressing thought is true. And chances are that a thought, that thought you, you are having is not a fact and it's just a thought. It's not a fact. It's a formed opinion about yourself. And this last C is change it. Change that thought. Literally say the opposite of it. If you, if you catch yourself sometimes saying, I don't deserve love and you catch yourself that's number one check it check the accuracy of it is this a f is this a thought or a fact well it's not a fact it is just a thought okay well let me change it then I'm gonna say I deserve all the love say the exact opposite thing of what you just told yourself and this is important because you just become so self-aware and at some point, you won't even allow yourself to go there with your mind because you're constantly thinking about what you're thinking about. Um, it's also important to understand that the concept of perfection is an illusion. And a lot of people struggle with loving themselves because they believe that they're not perfect enough for this world. Now, you are good enough as you are in every stage of your growth. Like right now with all the social media, everything around it, we tend to have unrealistic expectations of ourselves. We see people um, running a business, raising um, children doing amazing things traveling and we want to be like that so bad but we don't know 
what happens behind closed doors. We don't know if that person cries themselves to sleep because they don't show us these things. But we believe that that is the life we want to have. And because we don't have it, we're not good enough. We're not perfect enough. Social media is an illusion. I will always say that. And it's not a reflection of someone's reality. Um, Also, I think sometimes people believe that they should always be happy and that's how they define happiness and not show any emotions. I want to say negative emotions, but I don't like this word because there isn't a negative emotion. All emotions are healthy. It's okay to be sad. Be sad. Be in your feeling. Cry it out. And wake up and put that lipstick on and get over it. Sometimes we suppress these feelings so much that one day we wake up with so much, so many of these feelings all hurdled up in our heart that we don't know what to do with them. And then we start criticizing ourselves. Um, it's also important to understand that happiness is not a constant thing and that is my opinion about happiness and how I define happiness it's the little moments in life that brings us joy I don't think it's possible or even healthy for somebody to be happy all the time that's not humanly possible and so if that's your expectation of happiness and when you don't feel that way you feel like something is wrong with you you're just hurting yourself because that's not again that's not a fact that's just a thought happiness is uh the little things for me that brings us joy comfort and ease into our lives there's a really really good book called happiness is an inside job that i really recommend it's such a beautiful book and it touches on the idea that we are responsible of our, for our happiness and it's all about how we see things and react to things and perception of things so check the book out if you want i think it's by zainab shelby can i check oh no it's not i think i heard zainab shelby say this in an interview with oprah if you don't know who zainab shelby is She's amazing. She's an activist and she's awesome. So happiness is an inside job by Sylvia Borstein. Okay. Um, And then last but not least, try therapy. I believe in therapy and there's no shame in that. Sometimes we need very professional help. It's okay to let someone into your mind and I believe that a compassionate therapist can help you foster self-compassion, better understand the roots of your self-loathing and kind of plant the seeds of your self-love. Last but not least, I think we should just remember that self-love is a journey and it looks different from one person to another and that's okay. As long as we are going in the right direction of and learning how to hate ourselves and and learning everything that makes us feel small about ourselves and believing that no matter how our life 
looked like before or whatever happened to us in the past, we are still worthy of love and we will always be worthy of love. But the most important love that you can have and you can gift yourself is definitely self-love. Because once you start loving yourself, I promise you, your life is going to get better and the quality of it is going to get better because you will put yourself first. And when you love yourself, you just show up differently to the world. And the world sees that and it shows on your face. And so I would love that for you. I want that for you because you deserve it. Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in today. I will see you next week. Love and light, Mina.